0: Holy crap, man! It's been like two weeks two since weeks. we saw each other, so and live we're podcasting. You went to like yeah, Superman, Batman, Batman, and, Batman, and man, like met all, all stuff Jericho, from and and, like stuff Comic Con. i I've read so much you stuff. I like saw the Arrow season and two and, trailer and just like, wait, should we be podcasting this? Welcome to a hardcover, prestige format, giant-sized issue of Geek Speak Sidekick. Your bare-legged, green booty-wearing companion. To Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller.
1: And I am the booty wearing sidekick, Brendan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting
0: I'm you wearing there. the green booties. Yeah, we've, we've got you off the Batman Bond correspondent, but we'll go into that later. We will. Now, we did mention it is giant size this week, so. Sit yourself down, guys, because Get you're going to be this in for the long haul. Make yes. yourself a sandwich. We have
1: so much to talk oh about my
0: God, because we have apologetically taken a break for a couple of weeks. I went down to Melbourne. You for did packs, which I can't wait to hear about. Uh that will be going that into detail and. Uh, also, you know, work commitments, study commitments. Regrettably, we have been on quite the extended break can that I we just, had not Can planned. I just point out,
1: too, all those things that Steve's listed all, is all at his end. I've just been here waiting for Steve to come back so mm-hmm. we can podcast. Twiddling my thumbs. I, actually, no, I haven't been twiddling my thumbs. I've read a shitload of comics in the last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, but
0: what you didn't mention was you've been waiting at the door every <laughs> night for me to return dinners on the table candles have burnt down to nothing it's true Cold, you know my you, you what, my wife my
1: wife's had to like nurse me every night
0: just comfort me and tell me it's okay he's
1: coming back he's coming back <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no it, it has been a huge two weeks and it's probably been it, the it, biggest two weeks
1: of news well I mean it's to be expected comic-con happened
0: yeah comic-con and again you know this is why regrettably and apologetically we've been on a break because it was the worst time to take a break. <laughs> it really, really was. It was bad enough. The regular podcast has been on a break, and then we're off as well. Mm. But you've mm-hmm. been, we've been saturating. Can we just the say too that social should, media?
1: The regular podcast should be returning within the next week or so from when you hear this. Yes,
0: actually, um, today as we are recording, the Mr. ginge Ray has landed. Thompson is back in the country, so uh, later on this week they will actually be recording the first episode back. Geek Speak Live. Geek Speak Live. But um, while we've been on break, some yeah, as you mentioned, Comic Con. Mm. Holy crap. Do you want me to take... Things that came out of Comic Con. Do you want me to take the lead on this I one? I saw Karen Gillian with a bald head. <laughs> well, oh. she started off with her red hair. We, which which then, is how uh, I remember her as Amy Pond and how she will look on our wedding day. But for
1: the role of Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy, she has gone and she's
0: done a Sinead O'Connor. She shaved it up? Natalie Portman and V for Vagina? She v. has, she yeah. Did she shave her V for Vagina? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Zach Galifianakis, for forever putting that in my mind. But I don't no, know, but I'd like to find out. <laughs> but, um, no, I-, I think there were two massive people... <laughs> pretty sure
1: Mila Kunis <laughs> could let us know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, well played, sir, well played. But, um, getting back to relevance... Yes. <laughs> um, two massive... Ab- for our world massive yes. pieces of news came out, both movie-related. Yes. Uh, the first one, I'm going to give this one to you, because you, oh, my God, the fanboy boners and
1: <laughs> okay, nerdgasms let
0: me, you were having.
1: Let me take you back to seven days ago when I woke up on Sunday morning. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll check my phone, see what's happening. Jumped on Facebook, and it was there were a few little whispers coming out from a few sites that were at Comic-Con, saying that Warner Brothers are about to announce something huge, something absolutely massive. So I thought, got to get the laptop out, just keep on top of things so I can get this straight up for Geek Speak. And more than more than a regular morning, I must admit, when this announcement was made, did I have a morning glory. Well, oh, my I, oh, my God. I was
0: down in <laughs> Melbourne, and I had a message from you just saying, this is the worst time to not be podcasting. And I was like, what the What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs)
1: That cracked me up, actually, because I get, like, within a minute apart, I get, what are you talking about? Then you've obviously checked the site, and I get a message back that just said, holy fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I had no, I was like, what is he talking about? I jump online, and I see this news, I was like, jeebus!
1: Okay, so, for the uninitiated, Warner Brothers have come out and announced that the sequel to Man of Steel will feature Batman. Boom! <laughs> Mind that, blowing. Give that a minute to sink in. As you can imagine, regular listeners to the show know that I am a massive, massive Batman fan. So what? So when this was announced, I was just the sheets were ten feet off the bed. I was, I was that excited. Couldn't because believe the, it. This has
0: been a big thing for a long time coming. Like having a joint they've universe. Teased at it before. They've spoken of ideas. There was that. If you watch I Am Legend with Will Smith, they even yes, have the poster yes. in there. Like, it's often being teased about. And well, it
1: nearly happened, yeah, with Wolf- Wolfgang Petersen years did. ago.
0: And with especially like with Marvel doing their group movies and everything, it's still weird for me to think of Superman and Batman in the same film. Yeah,
1: I still can't see can't, it in my mind's
0: eye. Even just a DC film, because you're so used to seeing Marvel do it, it's just become the norm. But to mm-hmm. actually think of actually getting Superman and Batman in the same film, you're like, they'll never be able to do this. But then... They did it with Captain America and Iron Man and Thor. Like, it can happen. I think the thing with it is, and I said this to someone at work
1: the other day, yes, you you sort of take the Avengers for granted now because we've seen, we've got hindsight Mm. on our our side. But when you're talking with Superman and Batman, I, I know I'm talking mainstream here, not comic book people, but mainstream. You go back to six or seven years ago, you say the name Iron Man to someone. You say no, the name no, Thor to someone. I had no idea. Again, I must stress. Okay, I'm talking, me, I'm like talking mainstream. Green Lantern. Yeah, I'm talking mainstream. Mm. However, you say the two names Superman, Batman. It does not matter where in the world you are. Those two logos are up there with Coca-Cola as being. I think they're in the top three most recognizable logos mm. in the world. Everybody knows who these characters are.
0: It's on every piece of merchandising you can think of. Yeah. Hell, my girlfriend bought pajamas the other day just from Target that had Batman logos on them. Like, yeah, it's people know it. It is. It's just, it is it's hard to think of them. It as the has same gone film. above and
1: beyond pop culture. Mm. You know, f- referencing and stuff. They are they're they're a phenomenon in their own right. Those two characters. Mm. Now, for them to be paired up in the same movie, like I said, was just just blew me away. The way they announced it, oh when I heard, God. I read about it. And then later in the day, I saw the
0: video. I read it, and then I thought, okay, I really want to see this. And finally, someone put up a video of it, and I just—it <laughs> was
1: hard not to get excited. pumped up. Like it was really hard. For those of you who don't know this story, um, Zack Snyder came out at the very end. It was unannounced, was I believe. Yeah, it was unannounced. He came out at the end of the Warner Brothers panel, mm. and he talked a little bit about how Thanks it's a, the it's a board, it's yeah, it's it's official it's that we're going to make another Superman movie. He said. It's currently being written, so I can't tell you too much about it. But I'm mm. sure you want to know what's happening. I can give you some information that may help you put together with where we're going to go with it. And then he called for uh, Harry Lennox, who now, played, played the General, general in Swanwick in Man of Steel. Um, he came out because he's got a very deep, you know, imposing voice, and he came out good and for voice acting. He would be actually, probably has. Mm. And he read um, a piece of uh, we we'll call it literature. He read a piece of literature um, to the to the the people in Hall H, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and uh, it was basically the quote that Bruce Wayne or Batman gives to Superman at the end of Dark Knight Returns, which,
0: in Harry Lennox's voice, sounded a lot like uh, Peter Weller's it voice did, in the Dark Knight Returns um, animated film.
1: Yeah, and it essentially it ended with him saying, "You know, I want you to remember um, my hand at your throat.
0: I'm the only one who, and the one man you, who, who beat, beat, beat you." Beat you.
1: He says, beat you. Room goes black. Absolutely. Lights can't see go out, Everything. can't see a thing. And then on the screen, the Superman logo sort of slowly appears. And then backlit behind it, the Bat logo. And They've if done you, that
0: kind of conjoined logo that yeah. we often do with the comics. But and if, in if you style. haven't
1: seen the video... The crowd went fucking nuts. <laughs> As I, I you can imagine, I have
0: not heard a response like that in quite a while. Like you hear geek responses, but that was ballistic. Yeah,
1: well, because no one expected it. And mm. the thing, the thing that I've noticed too, a lot of people who aren't DC fans at all mm. have come out and said that is how you tease. For something that is yeah, gonna be they, like, they walked out. There, there was, was nothing after that. that they was walked the away. the end of the panel. So no that one could it. ask
0: questions. It was just done. And like we were saying before, like with how Marvel have been doing it, it's not it's hard for me to picture them together. Mind you, they had Loki they, come out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah, they, they had Loki come, come out to well. tell people to kneel. But it's more I don't know, because you've got Avengers and stuff now, you're like, well, DC are probably realising, well, hey, we need to keep up, we need yeah. to do this. Because they've also announced that they may be or should be a flash, flash film. In I think 2016. was 2016.
1: Well, they didn't announce it. This was just whispers that were coming whispers out of that comic. Whispers flash Con.
0: in 2016, Justice League, Justice League in 2017. 2017.
1: But I think the other thing that got me very excited as well is with Marvel announcing films, and it, it's kind of second nature now. It's
0: you, you expect Marvel you to, expect, to announce yeah, the next. Whereas thing in Warner comic
1: Brothers Con. slash DC don't announce things. Ever. Particularly when it comes to to your comic book films. It's either a Superman, Batman... You know, I mean, individually, of course. Superman, we knew we were going to get a sequel. Mm -hmm. We know eventually there's going to be a Batman reboot. Not in a million years did we predict it was going to happen like this. But the fact that they came out and announced something. Mm. Just the the, the fact that they announced something got me very excited. But, there's a couple of things... There's
0: always a but, And it's not my sexy (laughs) but.
1: After the initial twenty four hours of excitement, and I had a couple of cold showers, and hit it with a cold spoon, hit it with a cold spoon a couple of times. I my my opinion, I really started to sit back and think about it. Now, it goes without saying, the massive Batman fan that I am. Yeah, I'm a little bit cautious coming into this now for several reasons. First and foremost, I loved Man of Steel, absolutely it was a loved phenomenal it, phenomenal film, and I've actually seen it three times now, and I was really, really looking forward to a sequel. I have to admit, even though Batman's my favourite fictional character of all time, I'm a little bit mm, disappointed that he's kind of hijacking he, the Man of Steel sequel. He is, because when you think about it,
0: you know, it's the second film. You yeah. expect, you didn't see with Marvel, with like, you didn't, yeah, okay, you had the teaser stuff at the end of each Marvel film... But Iron Man 2 was Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man 3 was Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Captain America was Captain America. You had all your Easter eggs. Yeah. But they that was it. It was your Easter eggs. I've always said... You didn't base the story around having Captain America and Iron Man team up. No. They saved that for the big film.
1: I've always said, I think the thing that DC Warner Brothers needed to do before, and even instead of, in my opinion, a Justice League film, was aim for the world's finest. Now, I would have preferred to have seen a proper Man of Steel sequel yep. with potentially a tea, just a tease of Bruce Wayne. Like, have the movie end with them being at a function either at the Daily Planet or somewhere and it, Lex Luthor could introduce Because them. you had
0: Wayne Industries logos yes. on the satellite. Um, in Man of Steel, as a bit Steel. of an easter egg. And, you know, Lex didn't turn up, but there was Luthor, course, so no. it's already established that these two guys are, are the, in the universe. Not only in the universe, that they've got their corporate, like, yeah, they're, they they're who they are. They're, they've got their money.
1: But yeah, I mean, have it end with, you know, oh, Clark, I'd like to introduce you to someone. Clark Kent, this is Bruce Wayne. Have mm. them shake hands and just, like, have Bruce. Pleasure to meet you. Bang. That's it. Title talking, card, well, credits. Yeah, well, then the third film, that's go you full on Superman Batman. Because when
0: we, um, we were talking about, you know, Superman Earth 1, which, when you watch Man of Steel, you can tell a lot of it has yes, come from that. Very much so. The second volume, Lex Luthor appears in that, but not until the end. He he's not the villain. No. And that's what I was picturing with this as well, is maybe next movie we'll actually meet Lex. Parasite, he's not, I think, is the villain. Yeah, Parasite, Parasite, yeah. But he's not the... Let's just say in Man <laughs> of Steel 2, he's not the villain. But he, he's, he's his there, presence is there. And he's becoming known, and then he's the villain in the third film. Which means the te- which leads to the team up. Which kind of... You think of that with Iron Man, they kind of did that with Mandarin, and then yes. kind of... Shut the bed with that one in the third <laughs> film in the way they did it, but you don't want them to just go, oh hey yeah, set it up, here's Batman but don't make the whole film No, like, if you've got a logo like that, that film is going to be about Batman.
1: Well that brings me to another, another couple of points as well actually that I wanted to bring up <clears throat> pardon me, first of all is why is this happening? Now, from a few things that I've read and listened to in the last seven days it kind of stinks a bit of Warner Brothers have been a little bit disappointed with how Man of Steel have perform- has performed. Now, it is outgrossed by a lot. Batman Begins. And they weren't disappointed with that. Nope. I think they were really overestimating what this film was going to make. I think they were aiming for the billion. Yeah. It's Don't get me wrong. Like It has done very well. It has done more than enough to warrant a sequel. But because it didn't do what they were expecting it to do, I think they may have panicked a little bit and gone, No, fuck it. Put him in this one. Like we need to get that billion dollar. We need to... We need them... I don't it's know. It's like they're
0: rushing it because they're like... I think they've rushed it a little They're too bit. worried about their pay packet. Yes. They're like, and we need to make money. What is the best way we can do this?
1: The other thing is the title. Now, ideally, if it were me, I would love... If this is what they're going to do, I would love for it to be called Man of Steel 2, World's Finest. Mm. But there isn't... And I can, I can understand this from a business point of view... There is no way they're going to have Superman and Batman teamed up on screen for the first time ever, and not have and, both and not have it. Batman in the title, particularly after the money that Nolan's films made. Yeah. you know they he will be in that title now. If, he, um, if he's
0: part of the film, he's going to be part of the title. Yeah, so they're not going to get Man of Steel two or change up the name like no. Batman Begins to Dark Knight to the Dark Knight Rises. No, like, I would have
1: I would have loved to have seen a progression of Man of Steel to um uh like to. If they were going to do a trilogy and not introduce Batman, I would have liked to have seen Man of Steel, Superman, and then something like Man of Tomorrow or something for, yeah. the, for the third. But anyway, um, David Goya teased something at Comic-Con with two potential titles, which was Batman vs. Superman or Superman vs. Batman. Now, I don't really like either of those titles because I, I, I know they're going to be pit against each other to begin with. No matter how they do it, it's going to happen. They can't start off as friends. They need to get to that. But you know the movie's going to end with them being friends. So I don't like the whole verses in the no. title. However, uh, later in the
0: week... Because that makes it sound like Batman's the villain.
1: Yeah. However, later in the week, um, it came out that, similar to what we were talking about with X-Force the other week, Warner Brothers own the domain name, and it's, I think it's the only one that they really own, is Superman com.
0: I feel like, but often the tight the thing is they wrap, they, they get as many domain names as they can. They, yeah, I understand. In case that. they can use them, or to stop other people other getting people them from and putting them, yeah. on potentially damaging material.
1: Yeah, oh, I understand that. But again, like with what happened with X Force, we only talked about that several issues ago. About how the the dom- domain name had been purchased, and look what's happened since. then. Oh,
0: by the time we actually <laughs> spoke about it on the podcast, they already had a scriptwriter and producer. Yeah, like that one apparently is happening.
1: So, I don't know. That I'm just a little bit cautious, and then of course with casting, um, it, there's been a talk of the the guy who's in Teen Wolf. I Teen posted Wolf, that yeah, on the site the um, other day. And, I don't know. I, mean? I I'm just going to be very very interested to see, and I just hope they don't rush. A casting
0: announcement. The, the thing I found about the guy from the Teen Wolf um, show was he looked a lot like Henry Cavill. God, yeah, kind of, did. Like, kind of did. How are we going to tell these guys? He did have a very Bruce Wayne quality. Yes. Especially a younger Bruce Wayne in the way that maybe they're going along with this. But well. Two
1: two that I would maybe like to see is um, a guy who was cast as Batman several years ago in a defunct Justice League film. You know him as the Lone Ranger. Army Hammer. Although he mm, may be ti- he was the- he may be tied to Marvel now if rumors are true but I don't know I still think and he's got the voice for it and he's uh. got the, he's definitely got the chin for it um, my other pick at the moment if I was just to go like right now if I had to cast someone and I couldn't get Army Hammer I would probably go and I've had a complete mental block um, dread. Oh, Carl Urban. Urban. He would make
0: a phenomenal Batman.
1: So they, they're they probably my two choices. Because off if you the top can't get head. that
0: Judge Dredd sequel going that they're now petitioning to trying to crowdfund, yeah. which, speaking of which, guys, support a Judge Dredd 2 sequel. Come on, that movie was amazing. It was great, I loved it. Um, moving off, Batman Superman. Yes. Other huge news, sticking with movies coming out of comic Same day. Same day. Oh, my God. That <laughs> Last was just, Sunday was a big day. So many boners. <laughs> Avengers 2. Now, we've all We know- have a title. See, this is the thing. We've all known Avengers 2 was coming, but what the big news was is the title. Age of Ultron. Now, you're going to have to educate me here. I've done my Batman Superman spiel
1: handing it over to you. Well, Fill me in, well, Steve.
0: Well, we spoke about Age of Ultron on the last issue with the comics. actually, yes. About Ultron. <laughs> he was created by maybe, Hank. Maybe he listened. Maybe oh, Joss wouldn't did. listen. He's like, oh, maybe I should get this out. Hey, Joss. Uh, Ultron, uh, genocidal, murderous AI slash um, robot built by Hank Pym, otherwise known as I- um, Ant-Man, Giant-Man. Yep. Uh, the Age of Ultron story recently in comics was that he's... Basically taken over the world, killed everyone, time travel, blah, 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 This is what everyone started thinking. Holy crap, it's the same title. That's the story we're going to get. No. No. No, it's not going to be based on the comic. It will, however, be introducing Ultron. It won't be introducing Hank Pym. Now, this shits me. Don't you need one one to have the other? That's what you'd think. Um... People have been trying to get Nathan Fillion as Hank Pym for years, since Avengers 1 was first announced. Now, this is the thing, they've come He's out got to and be they've green said. First. Because he is the guy who invented Ultron, so you expect, oh crap, if this is Ultron, we're finally getting Hank Pym. Yes. Which, which
1: takes me back to that Army Hammer rumor. Which,
0: yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, because you've got the Ant-Man film coming out by, uh, what's his name, Edgar Wright? Um, is it I Edgar Wright? So. Guy who works so, yeah. Simon Pegg, there's the yes. rumor that Simon Pegg's here, blah, blah, all this. It's obviously not Hank Pym if that's Ant-Man, and they're saying Hank Pym's not going to be in this. Yes. The way they're doing it is Ultron will be created, but in their universe. Mm-hmm. Now, a few comments that uh, Whedon's come out with are quite interesting. It's like, he's saying it's from someone we know. Okay. Now, from the Avengers... Well, you would imagine... Who is Tony the guy Stark. who invents stuff? Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Now, when you think of Tony Stark and inventing things and then you think, okay, well, if he's the one who creates Ultron, Mm -hmm. has he created it intentionally for good, which is what Hank Pym did, and turned evil, or has it already been around and turned evil eventually? Yeah. Think about this. We've got suits that were moving by themselves in Iron Man 3, the remote organism. Who was controlling those suits? Tony was. No. Who was his little helper in his helmet? Mmm. Jarvis. Yeah. Because Jarvis in the comics was a butler. Jarvis in the Marvel... Is U- AI. ...film universe is an AI. He can control all the suits. Ultron is a robotic suit with an AI... Wow. wow. So this is where I'm thinking, if they're not bringing in Hank Pym, I'm going on the record now, because this is what I truly believe is that Jarvis will become Ultron. Wow. Mark that down. Steve, the geek of all trades, <laughs> on the, as we record this, 28th of... What is it? What July? Month is it? July 2013. About quarter to six. I'm going on the record and saying Jarvis will be Ultron. Wow. Because if they're not bringing in uh, Hank Pym, but they're saying that it's going to be created by someone that we already know... I reckon that's, you've already got an artificial intelligence. How I easily do. would it be for him to be corrupted? Well, because I, 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 like, I, I kind of like that idea, though. I dude, Paul Bettany. He, he's a g- can, good bad guy. And can you imagine his voice as an evil character? Actually, before Heath... Just imagine you, Jarvis in a suit kicking the crap out of the Avengers. Before Heath was cast as the Joker, actually, he was my pick. Paul Bettany. Um, to play the he Joker. He would have been amazing. Yeah. The, not that Heath Ledger wasn't phenomenal... No. I'd still like to see Bettany have a crack in a rebooted battle. Oh, yeah. But see, now here's the other thing too. If Avengers 2 is Age of Ultron, what happened to the idea that Thanos was the big bad? Hmm. Because they set that up in Avengers 1. He appeared at the end. We know he's appearing in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which they still haven't um, come out and said who's playing him because Benicio Del Toro, the rumor about him being Thanos, was confirmed at Comic-Con well, that he is the Collector. I know I said this last podcast,
1: but since then, Vin Diesel has come out and said that there will be a big announcement with uh, him and Marvel coming soon.
0: Yeah, but I really don't want him as Thanos. Just, I, don't want Marvel, I don't want Vin Diesel. I just Diesel don't want Vin Diesel. As <laughs> if you said The Rock was going Stick to be... Stick to your car if, 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 if you said Dwayne Johnson was going to be Thanos, I'd be all for it, because I yeah. love that man. But yeah, this is the thing. It's like, well... Thanos was going to be probably to coming be fair, in a bit in maybe Thor two. To be fair though, there's been a lot of assumption
1: that Thanos would be the villain.
0: But that's what I mean. He appeared at the end of Avengers one. There was rumour that he would appear in Thor two. Because if they've got an and entire then got he's universe, he's the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm,
1: if they've got an entire universe, just teasing him at the end of but one those, film doesn't necessarily well, but mean. But it's those uneducated, be for that there is
0: the story that because it did appear in Thor one, the Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet that it, it's a weapon or a gauntlet of Im, unimmeasurable power mm-hmm. because of the the Infinity Gems that are embedded in it, there's the whole Infinity Gauntlet storyline from comics where Thanos was the big bad. Yes. That's what everyone thought they were building to. Nope. Age of Ultron. So, there you go. But as I said, my money is on Jarvis turns evil. I'm, I kind of like that, though. That. Other one came out of uh, Comic Con. Yes, something that else, that excited us because we love we love this the show. show. Uh, we do apologize to the people when we did pro um, when you initially. Th- I, I was going to put up a spoiler warning. I'll you take you the blame you on because I
1: look. I honestly, I totally forgot. The Channel Nine are fucking retarded and useless and are still only halfway through airing Season 1, when the rest of the world has seen
0: it. Arrow Season 2 preview came out. Yes. The well, bulk only... of it, three quarters of it, was Season 1 Season footage, 1, and they did a bit of a wrap from the finale. Yes. <laughs> so there's your spoilers, people. If you're going to watch the Season 2 trailer, make sure you finish Season 1. Well, it's one.
1: similar, because it was only the week previous when we did our last podcast. It mm. only started filming. Yeah. It was amazing they had because footage just, and we'd been to show anyway. About...
0: That's it, that only just started principal photography, and then when you see some of the stuff they've already done, you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Two th- things that I loved in it. One. Black Canary. Black Canary turns up, kicks some ass. Mm-hmm. It also looked a bit like, um, uh, Red Arrow. Oh, not Connor. Um, he's been dating Speedy in the show. My mind's yeah, just Yeah, I can't remember his bland. bloody name now. <laughs> Whoa, mind blank. Uh, he looked like there was a bit of new footage of him kicking ass. Yes. But I couldn't remember well, they, if I they had were
1: setting that, Spoiler alert. Yeah. They were setting that up uh, at the end of season one anyway. Yeah. And he's been wearing a red hoodie since his first appearance. So I was like, come
0: on. <laughs> um, but he... Uh, oh, sorry. Black Canary turns up. Yes. And there's this whole rumour that it's not actually Laurel Lance, who we know. Yes. It's this new actress who's been brought, brought on, who's playing Dinah Drake. Mm-hmm. Now... Everyone's like, what? You can't make Laurel not Black Canary. But Given then, that they teased it in season one. Yep. But then they came out and said, she may not especially exactly be Black Canary. She's part of Black Canary's origin. origin. Which is what Arrow's been all about so far. Like, all these people... Look at um, Slade Wilson. Yes. You see Deadpool... Uh, not Deadpool. <laughs> Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Well, Deadpool was based off Deathstroke. Yeah, I always get those two mixed up anyway. Um, you see Deathstroke at the start, it turned out it wasn't Slade... Um, Wilson, no. it was his mate.
1: Yes. So and, sl- and and Deathstroke's an Aussie. Yeah. So they could be mixing up a little. The other thing that they teased is Rich. talking about origins. Oh,
0: I've like got a giggity. This
1: this gave me a little bit of a I'll say it, stiffy again. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, had a lot of, I had a lot of blood loss over the, yeah. the last week. That, that's why we've been on break. We haven't <laughs> been able to get out of out bed. Out of we haven't been <laughs> able to show ourselves in public. <laughs> um. As you know, in season one, all through the season, he's known uh, simply as the Hood. Or or the Vigilante. Vigilante. Um, And they teased in an early, early episode about, um, actually, Tommy's dad says, what would you call him? Um, How about Green Arrow? To which Ollie says, lame. However, in the season two sizzle reel, he says, I don't want to be known as the Vigilante anymore. And Diggle says, well, what? what do you want to be called and he's holding a green arrow it zooms in and focuses on that green arrow head and you just see him look at it and sort of tilt his head as if to go well they don't say it no it it implies it it's implied and that's that's again that's where they cut to black and I was just like oh my god
0: (laughs) that was yeah
1: can this show please start airing now
0: Now, talking of shows and yes. based on um, DC characters, something that you have been doing for quite a while. Yes. And you did finish up while I've been off You're at, uh, leaving you to your own devices. You're at
1: PAX. Now, again, long time listeners of the show will know that the last couple of months I've been working my way through a season 1 to 10 Smallville box set. Um,
0: I still need to finish season 10. No, so I won't so go no
1: spoilers. I won't go into spoilers here, but I did finish all 10 seasons uh, last Friday and. I loved it. I really did. Um,
0: they really did pick up with season 9 and 10.
1: Yeah, I I have to admit, season 8, with all the Doomsday stuff and everything, didn't really like it. That no. was And that was also the first season where you lost... Um, Lex wasn't in it. Mm. Um, Lionel wasn't in it. Lana, well, for the most part, Lana wasn't in it. Thank, thank God. God.
0: But... Uh, I can't do all her whispering <laughs> acting anymore. Every show she's in, even Beauty and the Beast... I just want to punch her because I can't hear her. <laughs> Actually, my wife would agree with you on that one. She hated God. her. In every episode, seriously, has no one ever looked at her and gone, Lana, what the fuck are you doing? Every episode, you're in hospital. Has no one at that hospital gone, lock her up and put her in bubble wrap? <laughs> seriously, don't let her out in public. No, and to be honest, once they introduced Lois,
1: in my opinion, uh, there's no, no, there no, there no man, competition. No. But, uh, yeah. So, I... overall thoughts. I really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, season 8 was probably my least favourite season. Mm. And it, for me, it really picked was up after about... 7
0: or 8 or 9 Zod?
1: Uh, he came into it in an earlier season where he went in... Spoilers. Where he was... Um, Lex was his vessel.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. But, um, and Cal- then it was Cal- season... Yeah,
1: season 9 is where Cal- he's Blue. in it for the whole season. Season, nine. Yeah, season I liked,
0: 9. I liked the Zod season.
1: For me, I really, really enjoyed season 10. Because you could tell... like They knew it was their last season... They just, they just went for the, it. They like, just you had the went justice for Society it.
0: Society of America. You had a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Booster Gold. That Booster Gold episode was great. And then there was I just some. have episodes. that
1: one. There was just some comedy that was the first one
0: written by Jeff Johns?
1: he did the um, Absolute Justice one as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh,
0: for, uh, okay. For some reason, I was just because when, when I saw when I saw his name Blue on Absolute Justice,
1: I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. But uh, like, there was a comedy episode too where it was um, uh, Clark and Lois's Bucks and Hens night. And, essentially, the episode is kind of like The Hangover. It starts (gasps) off with the, uh, you know, they're about to go to the Bucks party. Cuts to, you know, just mayhem has occurred during the night. There's a monkey in the room. There's just shit has gone... You know a
0: night's gone well when there's a monkey in the room.
1: Shit has gone completely wrong. And then the whole episode is them retreading their steps to see what happened. But, uh, I mean, yeah. Overall, I know the show has copped a lot of criticism over the years... Especially for not of,
0: having him shown in the suit.
1: Some of it I understand. However, after if you're a DC fan or just a comic fan in general, after about season six, that it really does it. It changes course. The show doesn't stick on the same path Gets that it away started off at. It's not the a teen drama. Yeah, it's and... not a teen drama anymore. And it does. It becomes a full-on superhero show. Yeah. And even though they do it in their own way, I really think they stayed totally faithful. And they to had a lot of the stuff. The thing
0: I loved about it, even from the very first episode, was the the references. The yeah. Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Everything.
1: And just the, the way they were loyal to what had come before. I mean, Christopher Reeve was in it. Um, Margot Kidder was in it. The guy who Terrence played... Stan, Terrence Stamp. was Stan, Zod in the film. Voices jor throughout the whole season. Through all the seasons. Um, the guy who played Jimmy in the original movies is in it. Dean Cain pops up in it. Uh, I think it's in season 10. I don't know if you've got this far, so I will say spoiler alert for you if you haven't seen it. Mm. Lois is going to sit down and watch a video from her dead mother.
0: Terry Hatcher.
1: Terry Hatcher. I mean, there is so many references to what has come before. Not only just in
0: the stories themselves, but the way the stories have been represented. Yeah.
1: And you know what? They didn't make excuses for what they were. They were a CW comic book show. And like I said, I was sitting there watching it. When Booster Gold showed up, I'm there watching the show thinking, oh my God... There was a TV show where Booster Fucking Gold <laughs> showed up, and it was done well. And this show cops flack. and it's yeah. just like, okay, it wasn't the dark brooding what superhero films have become, mm. with, particularly with DC. But fuck, man, it was. I liked it. I yeah. really did. And to be to be honest, at the end of it all, I I really think Erica Durance is up there as maybe my favorite Lois
0: Lane. Yeah, see that that's one actual uh, pitfall I had with um man of steel. Yeah. A- Amy Adams I love. She just she was good as Lois, but she just didn't feel Lois to I me. I think we'll get there. Well, yeah. I think we were going to we get going there in the to. sequel. But overall, what do you think Smallville? What would you give it geek speak rating out of 5? Out of 5. Yeah. Um I'm probably going to go I'll go 4. For the oh, for the entire for the in- series. For the
1: entire series I'll go 4. For the last half of the second series, I'll go four and a half.
0: Yeah, I, I can understand that. Yeah, particularly well, am, that last episode. But now, not only that, because they did continue it on. They did. Now, Because I they, they this... do this a lot. Buffy have done it. Yes. You know, they make the comics. They did season 11. I started getting it and stopped. I haven't actually read through it now, yet.
1: Now, I've read the first trade. I teased this on the website a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, if you If you enjoyed the show and enjoyed the tone of the show... You'll really like the comic. Um, it's written by Brian Q. Miller, who was a showrunner um, for Smallville in mm. the last few seasons there. So he's written the show. Um, the thing I really. This is the most fun I've had re- reading a comic in a Give long me a look time. At this.
0: I, haven't, I haven't actually looked at the art. The yet. thing
1: I liked about it that just jumped out at me straight away is the dialogue. It's like you're watching the show, it is really written how they spoke on that show. And and I really enjoyed it. The thing, the big kick I got out of it was after sitting through ten seasons and basically spoiler alert, it ending. And everybody knows this anyway. It ending with Clark in the suit, finally for about five or ten minutes, um, to actually see Superman in that universe and how. How he meets back up with Lex and how the yeah because I can see
0: Lex in this I've, I see Chloe I see Green Arrow it's it,
1: it's quite good one thing um, that I did notice that really made me laugh is Lex has a um like a a, a, a helper like a right hand man it. assistant assistant's name is Otis ha!
0: <laughs> from the first film I thought that was Ging-Ging brilliant actions. I thought
1: that was brilliant. Um, so yeah, you know, the like, people who
0: are naysaying like it does. He's in the costume. He's flying. How long did it take him to fly?
1: Well, spoiler alert. Basically, while we're talking about small, let's just put a spoiler alert on yeah, the whole just, thing
0: like, because he he was floating in the very first episode. He, he was. Remus flying. So it took them 10 seasons and if you to remember it's around
1: season 4 I think it was um, he came back to Earth where he'd gone away he came back to Earth but as was, Kal-El yeah. and he flew then but then he stopped he and, he said, and he actually said he said el can fly Clark can't in the very last episode and I, I nearly squealed when it happened and the way it happened I thought it was brilliant um, yeah he, he does fly and it, it was fantastic
0: because this is what I'm loving. Just looking at this, you know, there's a sort of thing flying in space. Oh, look at this. H. Henshaw, the astronaut. Yeah. Hank Henshaw, anyone? Cyborg Superman, destroyer mm-hmm. of Coast City. Yes.
1: It it really reminded me of my childhood reading the um the Batman Adventures comics. The yeah, comics that are based that on the, really the animated series. Yeah. It really had that feel to it. And it's nice and bright and colourful. And like I said, it's the most fun I've had reading a comic in a, in a long time. I really liked it. Geek's pick rating out of five for season 11, the first trade. Probably going to go four, in. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll give it a four. I, I need to read it. Like I said, I've got the first few issues, digital, haha. Uh-huh. Uh, just haven't got around to reading them yet. Yeah, wait, wait till after you finish the, the show. Because they're weekly things, yeah. I, I, that's why I haven't read it yet, is because I've been waiting to actually finish the show. Yes. Moving along. Actually... We said this was going to be a giant size issue. We did. I don't this, think we this, this is how giant. away from, Yeah, this is huge. We have a lot to cover, and look, we don't want we don't want to overload you. No. So, but man, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm knackered. <laughs> so, how about we split it here? Good we'll idea. Call this the end of part one. We'll yes. bring part two to you later in the week. So stick around for that. Yes. Um. Good so, idea. Yeah. Until then, I'm the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. I'm the psychic, Brendan. And uh, geek out. For more GeekSpeak goodies, be sure to check out the videos at youtube.com forward slash GeekSpeak Australia. Follow us on Twitter at GeekSpeak AU. And for anything and everything else, check out facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeak TV.